0: Following is a presentation of the new skin BYU Sports Network. <laughs> BYU Cougars basketball is on the air. Dawson
1: Baker behind the back. To Spencer Johnson lobs it up.
0: This is Cougar Pregame Live, brought to you by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics, to get you ready for BYU versus
2: Cincinnati. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome to Cougar Pre-Game Live, presented as always by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Tonight, the BYU Cougars make history as they play their first Big 12 game, hosting fellow newcomer Cincinnati. What a big night for BYU basketball. We've been talking for a long time about what an elite basketball conference the Big 12 is, and tonight, seeing the 12th-ranked Cougars host a Big 12 game becomes a reality. BYU's had a full week to prepare for tonight after beating Wyoming last Saturday. The Cougars were masterful in the non-conference, finishing 12-1. and This is the fourth time in the modern era of college basketball with 12 or more wins in the opening 13 games of the season for the BYU Cougars. The last time the Cougars accomplished this was the 2010-2011 season. So what we're seeing right now is pretty remarkable and something that the Cougars have not done in over a decade. Let's also put into perspective exactly what BYU has done so far. It's not just the record. That's impressive on its own. It's the efficiency that the team is shooting the basketball. It's protecting each possession, not turning the ball over. And maybe most impressive is that Coach Pope and his staff have had to adjust on the fly due to injuries. I mean, at no point during non-conference play was BYU at full strength. And think about that. And, and when you talk about guys who have missed some time, Namely, Foos. The Cougars lost Foos around Thanksgiving. Remember, it was that NC State game over Thanksgiving weekend. And most would have said that he was the one guy that BYU couldn't afford to lose. In steps Ali Khalifa, who is a completely different player, yet the beat goes on. Dawson Baker missed three-quarters of the non-conference, but immediately makes an impact when he gets a chance. And let's certainly not forget Jackson Robinson, who leads his team in scoring, Despite coming off the bench, Jackson has been elite this season. And as of two days ago, ESPN had him as the 38th ranked player in the upcoming NBA draft. And BYU not only weathered the storm during the previous 13 games, the Cougars were the storm. And by all accounts, tonight's game against the Bearcats will feature a BYU team as close to full strength as it has been all year. Foos is expected back and to add a player like that now is absolutely amazing. In fact, you will be hearing from Fusini Troiore coming up in just a minute. He is my pregame interview. And I ask Fus if he's going to be in the ballgame tonight. As for tonight's matchup, Cincinnati, they are no slouch. The Bearcats have won three in a row. They enter tonight at 11-2. and two. And the key stat to watch tonight for both teams is is rebounding because BYU and Cincinnati are one and two in the nation in that category. The Cougars will have to contend with the Bearcats' length. Cincinnati. Led by Victor Lachin, who is averaging a team high 13 and a half points and almost nine rebounds per game. Going back to the rebounding stat, Lachin ranks second in the Big 12 and 24th in the nation in offensive rebounds per game. BYU has to keep him off the glass, plus, Day-Day Thomas ranks second on the team in scoring at a little over 11 points per game. This is a very good team that BYU will face tonight. Now, the Cougars are favored. BYU should win this game. But you got to take Cincinnati seriously, especially knowing how important this first game is. You want to set the tone in your very first game in the Big 12. Something else both of these teams have in common is limiting turnovers. I mentioned this a few minutes ago talking about BYU. They're only averaging, speaking of BYU, 9.8 turnovers per game. Well, Cincinnati's averaging uh, 10.4. So both teams pride themselves on not giving the basketball up. That's something that uh, maybe the team that can force the other team to turn the ball over uh, a little bit more than what they're used to so far this season uh, will certainly have the advantage tonight. All right. As I mentioned before, we are expecting to see Fusina Troiori back after missing the last six weeks with injury. I talked with Fus for tonight's pregame, and I asked him how he's feeling after missing the past seven games.
3: I am feeling great. Yes,
2: I am. Does that mean you're going to play? Are we going to see you on the floor in the Big 12 opener against Cincinnati? Yes, you guys will. What does that mean for you? Uh-huh. Because things didn't look too good when you got hurt, but the fact that you are now about ready to step back out on the floor, how happy are you that you've been able to get through this?
3: I, I don't think so. I've ever been that happy before, you know. like I didn't actually know I loved basketball that much until that happened, you know. Every day I just cannot wait, like, to come back, you know. Like, I'm just super excited to, to come back and compete again, you know. I am really excited.
2: Was it always the plan for you to try and get back for the start of conference play? Was this always the goal that you were working for, you know, since the injury happened?
3: Yes, that was always the goal. Last one, Rob, uh, ways and Coach been telling me, you know. He said, oh, you got like five to six weeks, you know, before the conference, you know. He said, the doctor said, you will be ready by then. And I didn't believe it, you know until I started seeing it you know how how much I was getting better you know I'm just I'm just super excited to ke- to come back again you know
2: knowing you like I do I'm gonna assume uh-huh. that you've probably wanted to come back for a while and the, and the coaches have probably said no 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 we got to take this thing slow we got to yeah. take it slow how difficult has that been to take it slow knowing how badly you want to be out there playing
3: that's actually super hard you know like that's one of my 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 weakest thing you know to work on my Patience, you know, because I do want to come back so bad, you know, but I know if I did, I'm going to hurt myself again, you know. Coach and Robin told me, you just got to take slowly, you know, your time will come. So now we're here, you know, I just cannot wait.
2: Well, and you've obviously had a a front row seat. You were part of it to begin the season, but over the last, you know, five, six weeks, you've been able to watch this team as it continues to grow and get better. What have been your impressions of your teammates and how they've been playing?
3: I actually never been playing with a team like that, you know, like the whole team, like everybody just play for each other, you know, we don't have any selfish guy, you know, like we do what, what we, we do, you know, like for example, wedge, offensive rebound, you know, like every single time we execute, like what Coach said, you know, that I feel like did this team know who we are, you know, and if we keep playing like that, it's going to be big time.
2: Where does that unselfishness come from? Because you mentioned it in talking with your teammates. I've heard your teammates all mention it. Coach Pope and the other members of the coaching staff have talked about it. They've all talked about how unselfish and there's no egos and everybody's here for the team. Where does that come from? Why is this team like
3: that? I do believe that we learned that from when we went to Europe trip, you know. I feel like the team got super close to each other, you know. We got just bounded, you know. And... Like, deep down, we all know nobody can do it by himself, you know. So that's everybody' mindset, you know. Like, we just got to play for each other, you know. And I feel like the Europe trip helped us big time. Like, just know the team is the team nobody can do by himself, you know.
2: Obviously, going into the Big 12, that's been one of the big storylines coming into this season. And everybody's excited. And now that it's here and Cincinnati's coming to town, what do you know about the Bearcats? And talk to me a little bit about what they bring and, and the challenges that
3: they present to you guys. Well it's gonna be super challenging, especially in um, rebounding, you know. You know our our boy love offensive rebound, and VC Sasana is the number one defensive rebound team too, you know. Yeah. So I think so it's gonna be a battle, you know. We just gotta do what we do, you know, wedge every single time, like just go to offensive glass, you know, like even if they're still the number one defensive rebounder, they just cannot We just won't let let them stop us, do what we do best, you know.
2: I think one of the the more interesting things about the bigs, now that you're back in the mix, because when you were playing, Ali wasn't playing. Now when you come back with Ali, Atiki's been playing significantly better, and he's really gotten into a nice rhythm the last little bit. All three of you bring something different as a big man. Now that all three of you are together, how impactful can you guys as a group be knowing that you all bring something just a little bit different?
3: I'm just super excited especially Ali, you know, like that boy can pass in, in, I'm just trying to pass like him, you know, and (laughs) I think he's been playing on a different level, you know, I'm just excited to come back and play you know, like, just help the team, you know I'm just trying to help as much as I can, you know.
2: At this point, do you know, are you going to be on a minutes restriction? Are you going to kind of take it slow coming in, or has that not been determined yet? Just kind of take it as it goes.
3: Well, I do believe that's what's going to happen, but they haven't told me that yet, you know, so I'm just... My mind is just ready to play whatever I get I'm taking, you know.
2: Yeah. You've obviously been at the games, but yeah. being on the floor at the Marriott Center, it's been a while. You know the crowd is going to be nuts for the Big 12 first game at the Marriott Center. What type of atmosphere are you expecting coming up?
3: Oh, man, just, you know the rock, you know, like the BYU fan, you know. And I know Saturday game is going to be super, like super. This going to be like crazy, you know, but I'm super excited. I just don't know what they're coming through, you know. But we will see you Saturday, you know.
2: Thank you for taking a few minutes. It's awesome that we're going to be able to to get you back out on the floor. And and obviously that means you're healthy, which is the number one goal. So uh, good luck, and
3: uh, let's keep this thing rolling. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm super excited. Let's go. It's going to be
2: fun to to see him back on the floor tonight, however many minutes he is able to give BYU tonight. All right, coming up next, we will head to the Marriott Center, site of tonight's big game. It's our courtside conversation with Mark Duran. He joins me next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: Here's Jason Shepard with more Mountain America Cougar Pregame Live on the new skid, BYU
2: Sports Network. Big night for the BYU Cougars, hosting their first ever Big 12 game, playing their first ever Big 12 game in general, and it just happens to be at home. Welcome back in to Cougar Pregame Live. Let's head over to the Marriott Center. Joining me now, Mark Durant. Mark, uh... This this one is going to be a fun environment. It's a great environment all the time at the Marriott Center, but there's a little something special tonight, isn't there?
4: Yeah, it's, uh, it's historical, is what it is, Jason. And uh, I think a lot of people want to be here to say that they were here when you know, BYU played their first game in the Big 12. I know my family wanted to be here for that. And so uh, it, it's an exciting thing. Uh, you know, it's been a long road, and uh, now BYU is at the, at the highest level of basketball and will bring in teams like Cincinnati and, and teams in the Big 12 that you just couldn't get here, <laughs> you know, in the last 30, 40 years. Maybe you get one one a season if you're lucky, and now you're going to have a, a steady stream of, of the best basketball in the country coming to this building, and I'm, I'm excited for it.
2: I want to go back, I I really want most of this to be about tonight and looking forward, but I do want to ask you one more question about non-conference. Who was your non-conference MVP? Because there's a lot of choices that you could choose from here. Who gets your non-conference MVP vote? Yeah, that is a hard one.
4: You know, it could be several, but I really like Noah Waterman. Actually, um, I think he's been very important to this team. But just the transformation he's made in his game uh, from last year—the way he is just ferocious on the on the boards—and his shooting is so so much more consistent. Obviously, Jackson has been spectacular. Uh, Richie's played very well. Everybody really—Spencer, Trevin. But I, I just think it was such a stark contrast. And and I think Noah, w- with his size and ability to defend and rebound and pass the ball, is kind of an X factor for this team. And the one game they lost was the game that he did not play well in. And I'm that says a lot. And uh, so I, I guess I'll go with Noah. I might be a little bit uh, off the wall there. But uh, Noah, I think, uh, has, has earned uh, all the good things you can say about him with the way he approach this season and how hard he's worked and how he's changed his game and become a real force on the boards that, that, that really impresses me about a, a guy that can kind of see see where he was at and then do the work to change and, and be a completely different and impactful player.
2: BYU tonight will be as close to full strength as they have ever been this entire season with Foose looking like he's going to be back he told me in the pregame interview he's going to play I know he's out there warming up what will, what kind of impact can he make coming back to a team that is already playing at such a high level?
4: Well, he gives you a, a powerful offensive presence in the paint and you know, uh, Ali Khalifa, that's not his game. Although he hasn't proved that he's, he's, you're able to, to get him, but post touch and he can score. And Noah is a little bit better than he was last year in the paint. But you really haven't, and and Atiki has played great, but you really haven't had a consistent, dominant post presence uh, like and You you really need that because as much as BYU wants to shoot the three, when you play against the better teams now that you're going to face, they can take that away from you with their length and athleticism. So you need to counteract that by having a, a guy in the paint that will suck in the defense or can score and get you you know inside looks and inside points easier points uh and he's the guy that can do that and yeah you know, as, as as good as byu played without fusini he is absolutely critical to the success going forward in the conference i mean he needs to play and he needs to be healthy I, i'm watching him warm up right now he looks good and i, I like you said in your interview, i think he he has been ready a little bit but they know how important he is for conference so they're willing to let him get back to 100% before they put him on the floor because you, you just don't wanna risk that because he's gonna be critical to BYU's success.
2: Well, and and Greg, Greg Rubel and I were having this conversation in the office just the other day and I, I think, and, and Greg brought up a great point. When, when you have your group of bigs and all three bigs play a completely different game, it allows you to play so many different combinations and play in so many different ways it, I think that is such an advantage for BYU that all three of their bigs none of them overlap in terms of skill set that they all bring something different and you can do something different with all three. I think that is a big luxury. Well,
4: first of all, I wish I could just hang out with you and Greg and talk about <laughs> sports for you my can job. You could come hang that'd, out that'd with us pretty, too. That be I mean, that would be sweet. That's a that's a pretty good gig, but uh uh, and another thing aside from that is is coach pope i think would like to play those guys together a, a lot more whether it's you know Foose and ali together or atiki and foos or you know because i'm looking at cincinnati and and it's uh, it looks like the, the new york city skyline i mean they got yeah. the skyscrapers and and so you need to be able to play big guys, and you, of course you got Noah, but it, when you have the different options, it certainly helps as a coach, and, uh, and they'll kind of figure out who can play with who, but uh, I think you're absolutely right. Depending on the team, depending on your approach for that game, it's nice to be able to just go down and say, well, this guy would be better suited for this game, and we'll get him the majority of the minutes. I, I think it's absolutely a right and a luxury that, that typically BYU doesn't have.
2: OK, let's let's finish on your the comment you just made about Cincinnati. Obviously, they have a lot of length. And, you know, this is a in terms of some of the statistical categories, BYU and Cincinnati are, are pretty similar. We know the rebounding they're one and two in the country and rebounding. Neither team turns the ball over very much in, in a lot of aspects. There are things about these two teams that are very similar. So so who do you think has the edge tonight? Or, or what do you think will be the edge for whoever wins tonight?
4: Yeah, I mean, I think rebounding will certainly be up there, um, and I think uh, BYU's strength of assisted turnovers has to be important tonight. You're playing against a team that's just, you, you, don't, you, you can't really grasp it until you play against them, uh, how much more athletic and, and how quick they are. It, it's a little bit like Utah in that Utah had such size that it it took a little while for BYU to kind of figure out, okay, these guys are bigger than what we're used to and and make the adjustments, and it turned out to be a little bit too late for that one. So you're kind of getting thrown into the deep end a little bit, but uh, I I think this team's ready for it, and and as long as they don't kind of get out of sync with what they like to do. If you see that assist number really low for BYU tonight, that's a really bad sign because then it means – BYU's kind of forcing things, trying to do things one-on-one and all that kind of stuff. So I think the rebounding, obviously, with you have the, the strength of both teams, but then it, what can you take away of the strength of the other team? Cincinnati's going to try and force BYU to kind of go one-on-one and do all that kind of stuff. And BYU, obviously, what makes them good is how they share the ball and, and keep the turnovers down. So it's going to be a battle. I mean, I like BYU's chances here, especially in this building. Um, But every game we play in the Big 12, uh, it could go any way. Anything
2: could happen in this league. All right, Mark, I'm going to make you a promise right here. The next time Greg and I have a conversation, which is going to be on Monday, we are going to stop mid-sentence. We will not continue the conversation. We're going to call you. We're going to say you have the option to come down if you would like and drive the 45 minutes to join us. We will sit in silence until you get there and then finish the conversation. That is a promise I make to you.
4: Can, can that count as billable hours for my legal work? Can I, can I bill BYU hey, for that time?
2: Hey, what what you are okay with in your heart is, is going to be the way this goes, okay?
4: <laughs> I hate it when I have to rely on my conscience. Yes.
2: Mark, great stuff as always. Should be a fun one, man. Uh, we'll hear you and Greg coming up. Thanks. All
4: right. See you, Jason.
2: There we go. That is the great. Mark Duran. Go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. We'll take a break, wrap things up for Cougar Pregame Live and get you over to the Marriott Center after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: With more Mountain America, Cougar Pregame Live, here's Jason Shepard.
2: All right, we've only got about 30 seconds left before we wrap things up for Cougar pregame live earlier today at the Marriott Center. BYU women's basketball fell to Iowa State Cyclones, get the win over the Cougars, 80 to 75. Going on right now, second night in a row where BYU men's volleyball hosting Ball State in set number one at the Smithfield House. Cougars up 19. 19- to 15 after defeating Ball State last night. Uh, In uh, other local college basketball action, second half, 12 minutes to go. Number 10, Arizona leading Utah 61 to 48. Uh, Utah State is at home hosting number 13, Colorado State Rams up by 10 at 21 to 11. Weber State leading at Oral Roberts 55 to 52. And Utah Tech on top of Grand Canyon 21 to 7. In the first half, one final from earlier today, Utah Valley over Southern Utah, 80 to 62. Lots of scores we couldn't get to. We'll get to them coming up at halftime. Up next, it is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rubel. That's next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: This is the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Zions Bank, for 150 years of helping you succeed, Zions Bank is for you. Let's take you courtside and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome courtside inside the Marriott Center on the BYU campus in Provo, Utah. Tonight, we tip off a new era of BYU basketball, the Cougars' first-ever Big 12 conference game with the Cincinnati Bearcats playing at BYU for the first time ever and these two teams meeting for the first time in 23 years. Power conference hoops has arrived in Provo, and the Big 12 grind gets underway tonight. My name is Greg Grubel. we will have your play-by-play call this evening with me for a 27th season is the former BYU hoopster Mark Durant. And, Mark, we've been together on a BYU basketball journey that has taken us and our listeners from the WAC to the Mountain West to the WCC and now to the Big 12. And as uh, conferences uh, as, as good as Cougar Hoops, has been over the decades in these various conferences. Uh, now is an unprecedented time for BYU. The Big Twelve has been for years and remains the best basketball conference in America. And BYU has earned the opportunity to navigate this minefield, let's call it, eighteen times in the regular season with the first test coming tonight in a fired up Marriott Center.
4: Yeah, it's like that Johnny Cashong, I've been everywhere everywhere, man. And uh, you and I have called games everywhere. I've played everywhere and And now it seems like we're finally really arriving somewhere. That's not to diminish where BYU's been. I'm proud of everything that we've done to get to this spot. We've played a lot of good basketball over the years and and been a a national program over the years to get to be in a position to to now be in this conference where it's the... It's the preeminent league in, in in basketball, college basketball. The best teams are here in this conference. BYU's on, on the, the the best stage for
1: college basketball. So this is historical night, Greg, and uh, I'm, I'm here for it, man. This is going to be a lot of fun. Coming up next, my pregame conversation with BYU head coach Mark Pope as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: It's time to hear from BYU head coach Mark Pope as we return to the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coacher Show. Here's Greg Rubel.
1: For the fourth time all-time and the first time ever in Provo, it's BYU and Cincinnati in the Cougars' inaugural Big 12 Conference Contest. Back in September, it was BYU and the Bearcats on the gridiron in the Cougs' first ever Big 12 home game. And the same two programs will now do it again on the hardwoods. And what a matchup we have tonight. Twelfth-ranked, 12-1, BYU hosting 11-2 Cincinnati. The Cougs have won four in a row coming in. The Bearcats are on a three-game win streak. Time now for my pregame conversation with BYU head coach Mark Pope, presented by Zions Bank. For 150 years, Zions Bank has been serving the communities where you live, work, and play. For a financial experience you can count on for the next 150 years, Zions Bank is for you. And tonight, Coach Pope talks about uh, what 13 non-conference games have shown him and his team about their ability to survive and hopefully thrive throughout a Big 12 slate that tips off tonight.
5: Well, our guys come every night to play, um, and they, uh, they've they kind of forged an identity that I think we believe in, that we're going to have to continue working on every day and getting better at and better at. But I think we can know who we're trying to be. And i got a bunch of guys that are willing to play together. And um, so those are three good things to walk into this conference with.
1: No easy nights in this league. Uh, what specific challenges does Cincinnati pose?
5: Well, they're the number one defensive rebounding team in the country and that's a that's a you know that's a major issue for us because the offensive glass is so important to us. It's really, really important and, and so there's gonna be a real battle there. Uh, both sides of the glass. Our defensive glasses you know, they send they're like us, they send three, four and five guys to the to the offensive glass and so um, there's going to be a ton of there's going to be a game within a game uh, on the glass on both ends of the floor. Uh, they have um, terrific terrific size. Uh, they're really really long uh, with some skill uh, on the front line and kind of in the middle of their rotation also. Um, and so they they have some length and they, they you know it's a Cincinnati team. They have big time physicality. They're tough. They're they're just a tough physical kind of take it to your team. Um, they'll push it in transition really really hard. So we. Have have to be um, we have to be great on the offensive glass and we have to be really really diligent about our job uh, and communicating our job uh, in transition defense and uh, it's just a big time game you know it's a, it's a top 40 team and and uh, that's what we're gonna see every single night and so this is, this is why we're here Ben Dagle playing would be a big deal for them wouldn't it yeah yeah he's uh he's an incredible talent you know we faced him last year yeah. and, he, um, you know, he banged two threes against us uncharacteristically for him. And so, um, but he's got elite level length. Uh, he's really, really vertical. Uh, he's pretty good at guarding one through five. And so, uh, you know, and he rolls to the rim so hard. He gives them an aerial attack that's really special. That's hard. You have to so, so overcompensate for it, uh, much like a Tiki with yep. us. And so, yeah. um uh, you know, there. This is a good team. It's a great team.
1: And you saw Lucious last year with Butler.
5: Yeah, and Seamus, uh, you know, we recruited him really, really hard, and, and he's a terrific young man and a great player, and and uh, he, he can hurt you in a lot of ways. He's the best shooter on the current roster with with with, uh, with Frederickson out, and um, he's really, really dangerous. He's a stop shot guy, so you see him coming out of the corner off a screen and stopping behind the screen and shooting it a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll put his head down and get to the rim, and he loves to spin uh, off of his initial move, and um, you know, he's a very talented offensive player with a big body you know you think about him six eight as a two three is a, is a big size body do you get foos back tonight yes i'm super excited to have foos back will bring him off the bench and and uh, he's been really good in practice he hasn't had any setbacks this week in practice and so we're hopeful that uh you know he'll he'll kind of hit the ground running and and most importantly for us is we can get him through this game healthy
1: How about the status of uh, Dawson Baker and Marcus Adams for tonight?
5: Dawson has had a tough week of practice. This is really hard. This this foot just doesn't seem like it's getting better. He's available for us to squeeze a couple minutes out if if, if it fits somewhere. Um, And Marcus will be out tonight.
1: Okay, other than that, same starting group. And here we go, the first of many Big 12 games. It's a new era for BYU basketball. Can you big picture it even for just a minute to say what
5: this moment might mean for Cougar Nation? Well, it's been, it's been 100 years, right? And so um, it's its just it's just been um, a place that uh, BYU basketball and, and the athletic department has wanted to be for a long time. And, and we finally get this opportunity. We, we get to be on this stage, and it's going to be this is going to be a years-on learning process. Um, and we're, we understand that. You know, we're super hungry. 'll coming in this league but it gives us the chance to kind of be at that elite level where we get to uh, be exposed learn the things we need to get better at understand what we do well and how we can be competitive and and do it at the very very highest level on the on the highest platform and that's where be should be coach best of luck tonight we'll talk to you post game thanks Chief.
1: That is Mark Pope, and time now for tonight's Keys to the Game, brought to you by your local Ford stores. BYU basketball is built Ford Proud. Mark Durant, what are your keys for BYU and the Bearcats?
4: Coach Pope mentioned offensive rebound, Cincinnati great rebounding team. They average 14 a game. BYU needs to be at least to 10 uh, in this game. And then... The assist number, obviously great for BYU, 22.5. They need to be upper teens. If it's lower than that, then Cincinnati has taken away what BYU likes to do. We saw it at Utah. So they they need to be good at what they do well, and that's rebound
1: and t- take care of the ball and, and get a lot of assists. We'll see how that goes tonight. All right, you've heard from Mark Pope and Mark Durant. As we go to break, we remind you to go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust the BYU store Cougar tip-off show coming up next live from the Marriott center on the new skin BYU sports network.
0: This is the Cougar tip-off show brought to you by the BYU store official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. The Cougar Tip-Off Show is also brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic taste of BYU ice cream, now also in a convenient pint. Also brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years. Let's head live to the All-Pro Capital Courtside Seats alongside Mark Durant. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: Good evening once again, Cougar Nation. Welcome back courtside inside the Marriott Center. Tonight, BYU's inaugural Big 12 game and the final game on a seven-game slate on the opening day of Big 12 play. The nation's best basketball league has begun its sifting process. Which teams will contend for the conference crown? How many teams will punch their NCAA tournament tickets out of the Big 12? Can BYU stun the experts and be one of those tournament teams after being picked to finish 13th in the preseason? The answers to these questions and more will be answered over the next 10 weeks. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere, Greg Rubel and Mark Durant with you for play-by-play and commentary. Our studio host is Jason Shepard, our coordinating producer, Terry South, our control board operators, James Finlayson and Derek Dungan, our studio editor is Ethan Arkell our BYU radio engineer Barry Squires and you are tuned in on the new skin BYU Sports Network well starting at noon today and then throughout the day into the evening the first big 12 games have been played and are being played so the scoreboard watching has begun the measuring sticks are being laid out and Mark now it's time for BYU to prove that all of its impressive non-conference metrics have staying power we surely think This BYU team is for real. And the return of Fusini Traore is real important for BYU. Clearly, the Cougs will need all of their depth to compete in this conference. And he's a big piece of the puzzle that BYU hasn't had for six weeks.
4: It's remarkable that BYU's played as well as they have without Fusini. And you've got to get a lot of credit to Ali Khalifa and uh, Atiki. They've done yeoman's work and, and really done a nice job. But the reality is, if you want to compete in the Big 12, you need Fusini Traore He's such a good scorer in the paint, and, and you're going to have nights where you're not going to hit the three, and, and you need a consistent scorer in the paint. And, and also, that'll help your three to be able to, to, to collapse the defense a little bit because they have to respect Fusini. If they're not going to double team him, they're crazy. He can score on you. So, he creates a whole nevel, level of, of uh, complexity for defenses to have to stop BYU. And, I, you know, I just, you know, as you mentioned going forward, this team, the numbers for this team have been awesome and they've got the ranking and and I just want these guys to to now believe that they are as good as they are. Uh, There's there's such a mental hurdle to really believe that you're as good as you are and even the most humble players I ever played with that were really good had a swagger about them. They had a confidence. You can't be a good player or a good team unless you just kind of feel like you really are good and this is a game that BYU should win uh, by all the numbers and I just hope they believe that and come out and play that way and and even though is going to be a better team than they face most, most teams they face, if you go out and just believe how good you are,
1: that's half the battle. And I hope I see that from BYU. Coming up after our break, we'll hear from Cincinnati Associate Head Coach Chad Dollar as the BYU Store Cougar tip-off show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back courtside and rejoin Greg Rubel.
1: This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on opening night in the Big 12. 12 12-1 BYU. Cougars ranked 12th nationally, hosting 11-2 in unranked Cincinnati. BYU seeking to extend its home court win streak to 11 games. BYU has won six of its last seven league openers. and has won back-to-back conference openers, but those were both wins over Pacific. And both literally and metaphorically, we're not in Stockton anymore. BYU's a great scoring team. So is Cincinnati. is a great assist-to-turnover team. So is Cincinnati. is a great rebounding team. So is Cincinnati. BYU has a rich hoops history, and so too does Cincinnati. This is shaping up as a compelling and dangerous league opener, really for both teams. And for a closer look at what BYU's in for tonight, I talk with Bearcats associate head coach Chad Dollar a short time ago.
6: It's a great opportunity for, for both programs. Uh, both programs got a real rich tradition. Uh, both programs have done well uh, so far in the non-conference, and so I think both fan base are excited about the game today.
1: What did you get out of your 13 games?
6: You know, for us, it was uh, just trying to build our identity, and, uh, and our identity has always been uh, on the defensive end and rebounding. And they're trying to build on that, and then also trying to cultivate a, uh, some continuity from an offensive standpoint, and um, and then also getting some experience for our guys. We played in some some tough environments already, and so we're just trying to try to get some experience to get ready for this uh, this league.
1: This team turned over a little bit from last year, and and that was the first part of the equation, I guess, is to figure out how this new group was going to look because you lost some high scores and high minutes guys from last year.
6: Yes, and um, you know it's kind of. It's kind of college basketball now. You you try to keep your core group of guys together. Um, we had a core group that stayed with us, and then we added some guys, uh, some some freshmen, and then we also added some guys out of the portal. And so, uh, you know, we we're excited. We're excited about uh, how everything is coming together, and and uh, looking forward for the opportunity.
1: All right. In, in BYU, uh, you, you see a team that's the only team that's rebounding at a higher margin than you are right now. These are two of the best rebounding teams in the country going head-to-head tonight.
6: Oh, yes. And um, I know that's one of the things that they emphasize um, and, uh, and all five, uh, rebounding all five together. And, uh, and they've done a great job on, on, the, on the boards. And, uh, and that's something we also, uh, you know, it's one of our things we try to do also. So it's going to be very interesting to see who wins that rebounding war.
1: Couple of big men are part of the storyline tonight, Coach. BYU's hoping to get Fuseni Traore back tonight, and you're hoping to get Aziz Bendegó back tonight.
6: Yes, uh, both guys are impact players for their for their teams and for uh, in, in the country also. And uh, we're looking to hopefully get him back. And I know obviously they're looking to hopefully get him back, get their guy back also. And uh, it'll be interesting if both of them come back. And you know, a little rust probably, you know, for both of them not being able to play uh, last couple of games. So we'll see how it works out.
1: Now, since he came to Utah Valley in this past spring, so there's some experience in the state of Utah, did that help out at all in terms of traveling to the mountain time zone, playing an altitude game, those kind of things?
6: Oh, 100%. Um, We talked about it, you know, quite frequently, and uh, it's not been too long ago since we we came down, and uh, we flew into the same airport. We stayed at the same hotel. um, And uh, so, yes, it it does help, you know, been in this environment before.
1: What do you expect out of the Marriott Center experience tonight?
6: Uh, it's an unbelievable college atmosphere. You know, I've, I've heard it from my brother that I've played here before. I heard it from other coaches, and um, I'm looking forward to it as a college coach, and our players are looking forward to it, and, you know, it's going to be great. It's going to be great.
1: You're fully focused on this game, of course. Did you have any time on this long day to watch some other Big 12 basketball out there
5: today?
6: Oh, yeah. You know, obviously, it, it gets to a point where you watch so much tape already on your opponent, <laughs> And, um, and so it was a time where we had a little downtime, and I was able to a couple, watch a couple of games, and um, it was wild. I mean, you know, we had one overtime game, yeah. and then the one in Kansas went down to the buzzers I mean, it's you know that's what this league is going to be about. And, um, and so both programs, I know, I'm looking forward to that.
1: Yeah, how excited are you guys for the grind that starts tonight?
6: You know, um, that's what I coach for—to uh, be in this type of environment, to be in this type of our uh, league. And that's what these guys came here for, to be in that type of environment, this type of league. And so um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun.
1: Coach Dollar, my pleasure chatting with you. Good luck
6: this season. Hey, thank you.
1: From associate head coach Chad Dollar from the Cincinnati Bearcats in a fine choral rendition yeah, of nice our as, national it's anthem. It's
4: nice as they sent the Mormon Tabernacle Choir or no, the Tabernacle Choir at Temple
1: Square for this auspicious occasion. Sounded like it, didn't yes, it? It really did. That was excellent. Well, BYU fans, if you've had any cars on the injured reserve list, Doug Smith-Kia has some promising new it's prospects nice. on their lot in American Fork to see the full scouting report visit dougsmithkia.com we'll have more of the byu store cougar tip-off show right after this on the new skin byu sports network
0: this is the byu store cougar tip-off show let's head back courtside and rejoin greg rubel
1: Greg marked Mark Durant, courtside had a BYU in Cincinnati in the Big 12, a little little lid lifter for both teams. We talked last segment about the return of Fuseni Treori after six weeks away with a hamstring injury that he got back in Las Vegas. Cincinnati is hopeful to get Aziz Bandego back on the floor tonight. We've seen the starting lineups; he will not start, but he should be able to play. Last we saw of Aziz Bandego, he was scoring seven down, uh, 14 points seven rebounds and three block shots for ubu here last year in a wolverine win he's a difference maker for the bearcats mark yeah he takes away the paint basically when he's in it's he's just
4: so big and long and he played really well against byu obviously but You know, this is interesting. This game against Cincinnati. You know, this is if you're talking, if you're actually talking about BYU competing for a conference championship, they've got to get this one right. As good as Cincinnati Cincinnati is, and they're 11 and two, which is crazy to think this is a game you should win because Cincinnati's 11 and two. They've got to get this one tonight. This is a big, big game, and you know Cincinnati struggled on the road. They've had two losses. They've been on the road. They went to a neutral site, went to overtime. And so, you know, it's a game that it's gettable for BYU. And if you want to win a conference championship, as crazy as it may sound to, to talk
1: about, they, they've got to get this one tonight. A final word before tip-off is coming up next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Here's Greg Grubel.
1: All right, uh, Greg Rubel, Mark Durant here getting ready for BYU in Cincinnati, starting lineups coming up in a second. So how do you play Fuseni Traore again? Now that Ali's been looking so good and Natiki, the they've got a good flow going. Where does he fit? As, as weird as a well, question as that might be.
4: I think he'll fit right back in. I mean, these guys know each other so well. They played with Fus for a couple years. They played with him all summer. I don't see it as a big challenge. It's its more now about finding the right minutes for Ali and
1: Natiki and Fus and and just making that work. But Poos is going to be just fine. He's, he's, a, he's an amazing player. He'll fit right back in. All right, starting lineups and opening tip are coming up next. This has been the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.